Happy Tuesday, everyone. This is Tachi, bringing you the best in media tech and pop culture news. I hope you are having an amazing day. I always do. So I'm spreading that sunshine and positive energy to you. Let's talk MIT and Uber. What do the two have to do with each other? Well, MIT recently did a study on ride sharing and that paper cast doubt on the sustainability of driving for Uber or Lyft. Uber was none too happy and the CEO got on social media and basically blasted them saying that the estimated $4 per hour that the drivers make was not accurate, basically rubbish. <laughs> so, um, Uber has accepted the criticism of how income data was gathered and the lead academic researcher behind the study said that he will revise the research using more generous income calculations. The lead author is Steven Zeff, and he says Uber's chief economist, Jonathan Hall, wrote a thoughtful response expressing his concern with one aspect of our paper. Hall's specific criticism is valid. In retrospect, the survey questions could and should have been worded more clearly. Last week, Uber CEO Dara Khosrowshahi appeared to be channeling the spirit of former chief executive and Uber founder Travis Kalanick when he tweeted out a clumsy insult writing that MIT equals mathematically incompetent theories in his initial response to the research. So this is actually an unfortunate shift away from an otherwise contrite and even humble tone that the new CEO has sought to strike since taking the driver's seat last year. Um, there have been a myriad of things wrong, of course, from security scandals and legal challenges to organizational culture problems, federal investigations and regulatory sanctions. And this is just a few of Uber's woes. So perhaps Khosrow Shahi realized how harsh he was being and how you need to kind of temper yourself on social media. It was quickly followed by a tweet of thanks to MIT for listening and revisiting. The MIT research paper compared the earnings and cost of 1,100 plus drivers on the two ride sharing app platforms, which is Uber and Lyft, with the original version of the study concluding that the median profit was just $3.37 per hour, with 74% of the drivers earning less than the minimum wage in the state where they operate. Wow. The researchers also found that a median median driver generates 59 cents per mile of driving, but incurs costs of 30 cents per mile and almost a third 30% of drivers were found to incur expenses exceeding their revenue or to be losing money for every mile they drive. It's the driver earning figures that Uber took issue with rather than the costs. Okay, so that's a little problematic. Lyft also said that the they told TechCrunch that their initial impression of the study was that it shows some questionable assumptions. So in any case, they are going to revisit this. And hopefully even after revisiting this, Uber and Lyft do the right thing. Okay, cheers. Welcome back, everyone. This time, I want to talk a little bit about Amazon and how they're bringing Whole Foods deliveries to Atlanta. Yeah, they are. So just a month after Amazon has has begun to offer Whole Foods grocery deliveries via its Prime Now service in a handful of cities, the company announced today that they're expanding their service to two more key markets, San Francisco and Atlanta. 
The latter city is especially interesting because it's on Amazon's shortlist of potential Headquarter 2 picks. So, hmm, we wonder if, Amazon, if Atlanta is really going to be the pick. So, the two new additions join existing markets for Whole Foods Prime Now deliveries, Austin, Cincinnati, Dallas, and Virginia Beach, a list that also includes some Headquarter 2 contenders. Not that you should take any of this as a sign as to where Amazon is considering building HQ2, of course, Mm-hmm. Wink, wink. But chalk it up to another potential signal, maybe. And there's also evidence pointing towards DC and elsewhere. With its debut markets, customers who order from Whole Foods can shop fresh produce, meat, and soul food, soul food, seafood, maybe soul food too, but seafood, dairy, bakery items, and other everyday groceries and receive free two-hour delivery on orders of $35 or more. That's pretty good. Or opt for one-hour delivery for a $7.99 charge. In San Francisco, Amazon can deliver select alcohol as well, along with the groceries. Prime Now is available from 8 a.m. to 10 p.m. daily and can be ordered online via primenow.com or via the Prime Now app for iOS and Android. So Amazon has wasted little time in taking advantage of its Whole Foods acquisition to scale up its grocery delivery service. Almost immediately, they lowered prices on Whole Foods items. Remember, as soon as they opened, you noticed if you're a Whole Foods shopper, their produce was markedly cheaper than it used to be. And they included deep discounts for prime customers and using the brick and mortar chain's real estate for various promotions like treasure truck or holiday pop-ups. The expansion of Whole Foods deliveries similarly seems to be running at a quicker pace as competition with Walmart, which runs already runs a popular pickup service, looms nigh. So Amazon says it's going to continue to expand Whole Foods delivery across the U.S. in 2018. Are you a Whole Foods shopper? And if you are a Whole Foods shopper, are you excited about delivery? It's not that food delivery is anything new. After all, back in the day, groceries were delivered all the time. And now it's made a resurgence of sorts. So are you excited about this? Let me know. Okay, I hope all is well. I'll be back with another brief shortly. Cheers. Hey, welcome back, everyone. Let's talk a little bit about BlackBerry. Did you know they're suing Facebook? I'm sure they're not the only ones suing Facebook, but they are. And they're suing Facebook for patent infringement. They're alleging that many of the features of Facebook's messaging services infringe on BlackBerry patents, they said just today. They say they said in a release, or BlackBerry said in a release, we have a strong claim that Facebook has infringed on our intellectual property, and after several years of dialogue, we also have an obligation to our stakeholders to pursue appropriate legal remedies. The company is claiming that Facebook and their wholly owned services, which are Instagram and WhatsApp, who, by the way, are also named as defendants in this suit, are, quote, relative latecomers to the mobile messaging world. Hmm. BlackBerry is actually seeking injunctive relief and damages to account for lost profits, but no specific dollar amount has been given. Facebook is not having it, though. Their general counsel, Paul Grewell, says in a statement, let me say it maybe as he would say, BlackBerry's suit sadly reflects the current state of its messaging business. Having abandoned its efforts to innovate, BlackBerry is now looking to tax the innovation of others. We intend to fight 
That's how I imagine they would say it. But in any case, BlackBerry came back and said, we have a lot of respect for Facebook and the value they've placed on messaging capabilities. Some shade, some of which were invented by BlackBerry. As a cybersecurity and embedded software leader, BlackBerry's view is that Facebook, Instagram, and WhatsApp could make great partners in our drive toward a securely connected future, and we continue to hold this door open for them. If Facebook doesn't slam it in your face. So, <laughs> let's see. BlackBerry is also alleging that Facebook's moves to integrated services, for example, to allow for cross-platform notifications and allow Instagram users to share stories directly to Facebook, are based on BlackBerry's patented technology. This should be very interesting. Well, this is not the first lawsuit that BlackBerry has been involved in. BlackBerry sued Nokia, claiming patent infringement just last year, February, February of last year. I will keep you updated as more details unfold with this. Tell me what you think. Do they... Can you patent that? Obviously, they do have a patent to some messaging technology, but is that even valid in this day and age? And do they do what BlackBerry did? I think this whole thing is fascinating, and I'd be fascinated to hear what you say. Okay, cheers. Hey everyone, Tachi here, and I realize that not everybody is listening to me on Anchor. Some of you are listening on iTunes, some of you are listening to us on Google Play, and I'm thankful wherever you're listening, but sometimes you're like, hey, I have a story idea, or I have something that I want to contribute, and I absolutely love contributions. So you can get at me on Twitter. I am at Tachiata, T-A-C-H-I-A-D-A. Reach me there. You can also email me at Tachiata at gmail.com, and I would be happy to hear from you. I love to hear from folks, okay? I hope all is well. Cheers. Cheers.